Welcome to the Hublot Fusion podcast. For the Football 2021 edition, we're talking to renowned names in the world of football through our 12 values of victory. Enjoy the series. Hello. Today you join me on the Hublot Fusion podcast, Football 2021 edition, with two superstars of French football. They both embody the intense desire of winning, the love for intensity and the absolute dedication to their sport. The former is one of the best-known faces in French women's football. She symbolizes the emergence of the French national team and Paris Saint-Germain at the highest level in the world. The latter, known as one of the best strikers of his generation, has won all the major European competitions with his clubs. And more importantly, is a world and European champion with the French national team. I'm Anne-Laure Bonnet and I welcome Laure Boulot and David Trezeguet. Hello to both of you. Today we're going to talk about the universal value of sharing. This value is an integral part of football and is what made your careers so successful. So how would you define the value of sharing? We'll start with you, Laure. I'd say it's firstly about sharing emotions. I think that when you're a sports person, it's almost the best thing you can do. And then afterwards, the sharing of a way of life and of values. My first experience of sharing was given to me by players, and it inspired me to do the same at a later stage. My very first and strongest experience of sharing these things was, in fact, the 1998 World Cup, and then the Euro, with its extraordinary goals. These are the moments that we experience as a family that we remember. The sharing of emotions is almost priceless, in fact. David? There you have it, the emotion, the desire to go all the way, especially when you've won. 1998 was an unforgettable emotion. The family, the team, the public, the country. It was a very, very intense moment of sharing. A victory for the whole country, with a lot of shared positive emotions, but also some negative ones from time to time. But ultimately, it was something unforgettable. For you, Lo, when you've just won an important game and you go back into the changing rooms, is it with your inner cycle that you want to share your emotions first? I experienced so many emotions when I won a French Cup with my club, and I won two with PSG. And what I remember is that I really wanted to celebrate with my mates on the pitch. The game we had just played together, the fact that we had achieved this victory together, finally, and running onto the field, shouting, singing. After all, I think there is a societal phenomenon at play here. With social networks, we now want to share the happiness and euphoria we are experiencing. To share, whether it is with Paris Saint-Germain for me or the French team, to show that we have been triumphant whilst wearing club or national colors. And we love being able to share this quickly with instant videos. That's something I didn't experience at the beginning, that I have experience a lot at the end of my career, and I really love this aspect of things now. In the end, though, it's up to the players to decide what they want to share. Is this new way of sharing part of being an athlete, David? Because before sharing with the fan was waving at them from the bottom of the grandstand, for example, but now fans have actually access to your private life. 
In my day, it was much more. Well, we had a way of sharing, maybe more with each other, with family, friends, my buddies, my teammates, the coach. But when you parade on the Champs-Élysées, you're actually sharing with the whole world. No, True, but that was all totally mad as well. And we mustn't forget that at that time, there were also problems at a political level, at a grassroots level. Quite a lot going on, in fact. When you have the opportunity to see a whole country united, well, we're all together. That was the message. And you're more aware that sport, in our case football, unites many people and many opinions. It was a first time and it was exceptional. Laure, you're very active in terms of sharing on social networks. You share emotions, as you said, but you can also share advice. So it allows you to interact mainly, I think, with young girls to give them an example, to help them accomplish something. It's true that it's a good tool. You just have to know how to use it. In women's football, it's true that it's complicated for us. We didn't really used to exist before. When I play women's football today, I'm very proud to think, along with a lot of other women footballers, that I've been part of that progress. And I remember that my social networks were quickly effective, and I told myself I had a role to play in this, to talk about our games, to talk about our results sometimes. Because at the beginning, it was complicated for people. Even to find our scores, that's what was crazy. And then to share emotions. I think that among the girls, there's a lack of role models. My role models were Bichente Lizarazu and Zizou. That's it. It was all boys. I don't regret having that kind of role model at all. But I think girls need to identify with female footballers too. And today we have Wendy Renard, Eugenie Le Summer, and Marie Antoinette Cototo. There's a lot of good people coming through, and I think that strength also lies in showing that there are no men and women and that they respected us as much as I respected them. And these have been huge vectors for driving change, ultimately, in the basic mentality and perhaps in removing certain prejudices. Is it important for you, David, to be able to share your experience? You have actually an active role in a big club. That's another way of sharing, of giving advice. Yes, that's part of advertising. I've been with the club for seven years now, developing its image and trying to demonstrate our qualities. The professional side, but also the human side. We've also been sharing for three years and the Women's Championship where Juve demonstrates that it's raising its level and the club wanted to generate, especially in Italy, where until not long ago the mentality was, I don't know if it's closed, but the Italians have... Well, it took a while for women's football to become established. It took a while, and you can see that it raises the level, and I'm in a club where that's considered to be really important. And I think we're on the right track. You went back to play in Argentina where you started out, David. Emotionally, how did you find this experience? When you returned, did you feel that you were reunited with your country? I found myself at the age of 34, in the midst of mad passion, <laughs> total madness. Well, Argentina. That's it. Football is lived in a different way there, but it's really complicated too. But the Argentine approach to football is a passion that you have to experience. 
And I, at 34 years old, experienced it with 70,000 spectators. Madness. Total madness. But positive madness. It was fantastic. It was intense. And then there was the political side and the social side, which are very intertwined. People lived through football. It was, especially at the end, an immense joy to be able to share an unforgettable emotion too. And a great happiness. Laure, with the Paris Saint-Germain Foundation, you're often exposed to kids with difficult life experiences. In those moments, I guess it's important to remember the value of sharing. As an athlete, it's my duty to get involved in good causes. It's almost essential, even for us to get back to real life, to come face to face with people who are in difficulty, families who are suffering because their child is sick. Because often we go to Necker because in general the kids love football. And one of the great strengths of this sport is the happiness they express when we arrive. We also give them little gifts. We talk. They ask us questions about our days, when we train. They're very curious. And it's such a small thing for us to do. And it's such a wonderful thing that I still go with the foundation and with other foundations too. We have had some really powerful feedback and kids who are getting better too. Javier Pastore, who gave a new lease of life to a dying child, for example. And it's true that his visit completely changed the life of... Well, these are things that I feel really emotional about. And it's another example of this notion of sharing. To help people, it is essential. David, you have children. How do you pass on this value to them? How much did you explain to them that it's important to share with others? Well, for me, it was very important to bring my children back home to Buenos Aires. My father and mother gave me an exceptional education in a different situation. The first two were born in, in Monaco. Well, they were very aware that it's a very different kind of life. That's all. I've always wanted to listen, to share emotions, to say things, to show myself. I think these are the values that are needed in, in everyday life. And that's been my guiding principle. And I guess I try to pass that on. Laure, to conclude, what message would you like to send about the importance of sharing? Well, to keep on sharing. We have been through a really difficult time with COVID. It's in these moments that we realize that sharing is vital. It's essential. Continue to be generous to others. Continue to share your values. Share the things you love and stay true to yourself. And then, of course, well, I will also try to continue to share as soon as I am able, whether it's on an emotional level or on a human level with values. I will continue to do everything I can to share what I have to give you. Thank you. Thanks to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having us. Ciao, ciao. See you soon. Thank you for joining the Hublot Fusion Podcast Football 2021 edition. Throughout the tournament, we'll be talking with more renowned names in the world of sports and their value of victory. Visit us on hublot.com to discover the whole series of podcasts. <laughs>